What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, and welcome to Movie Crush. Sounds more like we're introducing the jazz program on NPR, Chuck. Sweaty balls. Ooh. How you doing? I'm great, man. How do you feel about jazz music? Oh, I love jazz. Do you? Yeah. Yeah? Are you kidding? It's okay, huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm a... I'm a beatnik jazz head. You're a jazz head. Yeah. <laughs> Smoking them jazz cigarettes. Jazz cigarettes yeah. and drinking cheap wine. Cheap, cheap wine. Uh, yeah, I love jazz. Yeah. I always, always, well, not always. I got into jazz... In college, mm-hmm. I, like my my uh, knowledge is not absurdly deep of the of the genre, but same. It's, there's some I do be- okay though. Beautiful stuff out there. Yeah. You ever seen the Ken Burns epic no, documentary? No, those are too long. You've never seen any Ken Burns? Uh, I've seen the Ken Burns effect, where they you know zoom into the oh, photograph. No, what <laughs> right, well, we're know. doing those holes uh, right. this week? All right. Which way, if I was going to watch one Ken Burns doc, should it be like a war one or jazz or baseball? Is there, is there a baseball one? Did I make that up? I don't know. Yeah, but don't watch baseball. You don't like baseball. I don't care about baseball. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm sentencing you to fucking 14 hours on baseball. Okay. Rather long it is. I'll do jazz. Jazz seems like a fun one. It's a, it's great. There's so much wrapped up in the culture, and it's such like an intensely American oh, it's you great. Know, art form or whatever. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. as a music guy, I'd probably recommend that. If you don't want quite... Such a long thing, then I would recommend Lewis and Clark because it's shorter. Okay, but uh, 
Just watch Jazz. I will. I'd wa- I'll watch it again. I will say this. Uh, Ken Burns, have you seen those Masterclass things that they're just advertised all over the internet? Yeah, they were advertisers on Stuff You Should Know for Oh, a while. cool. Yeah, no, it's great. I've seen a couple. Like, I've seen the one with um, the guy from the French Laundry, the, the chef, uh, and also Gordon Ramsay has a good one. With yeah, some, like, yeah, yeah. techniques. But Ken Burns has, has one on filmmaking, and I, I'd never seen what he looks like. He has the goofiest little haircut. He has, like, bangs, like, straight across the top. Oh, yeah. It's a whole thing. Yeah, that's the real Ken Burns effect. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you end up. Now, you know what? I'm not going to poke at Ken Burns. No, I mean, he's obviously he a, listens, a, a very, very important filmmaker. I just he's think a hero it's a of mine. Interesting haircut choice. <laughs> he probably looks at me and says, What's up with spiking your hair up in your late 40s? Come on, man. You can do whatever you want. You're you think Chuck. you are Brian Grazer? No, no, you're Chuck Bryant. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Noel, we're going to start with your holes. And here's what I did, Noel. All right. 
I did a sci-fi edition. Oh, cool. I might, I might fare well here. Supposedly loading it in your favor. However, I didn't try and stump you, but I, I, I obviously didn't put Star Wars and Harry Potter on there. Harry Potter is not sci-fi, my friend. That is magical realism. Sorry. I don't want to taint your favorite don't, thing. Don't ruffle my Harry Potter feathers. I want to taint your favorite thing. I know. Especially really while is. we're playing Knowles Holes. No, I know. No, I, I, I need to be focused here. <laughs> All right. Here we go. I got my little uh, bracket drawn out, my column ready. So, like I said, Noel, I, I tried to pick movies. They're They're all very popular films, but I didn't just lob any softballs your way, really. I'm ready. All right, ready? Yep. Number one, Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Is that the one where he says Khan? (laughs) That's a no. What? No, it is. (laughs) Well, sure he says Khan, but did you see it? I don't know. Maybe. All right, that's a no. I saw the remake with Khan in it, with Benedict Cumberbatch. (laughs) Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. No one's ever said that. Yeah, no, I know. Um, Number two, Noel. The Robert Zemeckis... Matthew McConaughey, Jodie Foster film, Contact. Yes, of course. Saw that in the theaters. Love that movie. All right. I figured. Yeah. Um, Number three, this is a bit of a softball, Steven Spielberg's AI, Artificial Intelligence. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. I know it kind of got dragged a little bit. Yeah. And the ending's a little strange. Because it was the Kubrick thing, right? Like there yeah. was, it was like half Kubrick, and then it Spielberg kind of took it over, project, and yeah. and Spielberg did up a little bit. I think you know. Oh, I'm sure. He, yeah, yeah. He shined it up a bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it went from Kubrick to Spielberg, and they're pretty different dudes. I think the thing I remember most about that movie is it's, it's kind of a bummer. It's like a it's a real sad movie, you know. Yeah, and that, you know what? I only saw it once, and that's probably for a reason. Totally. Because most Spielberg, I can watch a couple of times. Oh, for sure. Like, at least. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's a formally fantastic filmmaker. Like, he makes really good choices. In, like, Did you say formerly? Formally. Like, his... <laughs> the, yeah. Formally. Uh, no, he... What's his latest? Like, he's, he's, he has, he's made some... He he's continued... The, the Ready Player One. Oh, that was not that good. Eh. It was just kind of <laughs> stuffed with references. <laughs> I got bored. All right, speaking of stuffing, Noel. Yeah, oh, my goodness gracious. we got to move on. All right. Number four, Strange Days, Catherine Bigelow. Yes, I, I adore that movie. Right. With a kind of early VR kind of yeah. sex tape kind of stuff, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah, it's all about, like, recreating other people's memories. Yeah, it's and a little bit ahead of its time, I Really say. cool. No, it holds – it's a really good movie. Is it Ray Fiennes, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Really cool. Uh, Much better than Hackers, which I think probably came out that year, too. Oh, right. <laughs> Is that sci-fi? It's, it's just like that cyberpunk kind oh, of, I like, you know. That. Robert Redford. Yeah. Uh-huh. What? What are you talking Hackers? about? Hackers? Hackers with Robert Redford? <laughs> That's amazing. What movie am I thinking of? I don't know. Robert Redford computer movie. <laughs> the Lawnmower Man? Sneakers. Sneakers. See? No, that's fair. But, I mean, come on. No, but listen, picturing What's Hackers? I, Hackers is a movie with like all of these kind of teen heartthrobs of the moment. Oh, like, uh, I remember. And that it's, movie. it's like one of the movies that does such a bad job of depicting the idea of the, the internet. You know, yeah, like, like it's just the, it's so funny. It's some dummies' idea, like some like. Uh, sure. Yeah. No, they literally like zoom through these digital buildings and stuff, yeah. and it's but it's such a dated, oh silly movie. Yeah, 
they're peeking behind the ones and zeros if, yeah. if it was a curtain. No, exactly. And literally. it's also their fashion is so like absurdly, you know, cliche. Like they've got like, what's his name? Matthew Lillard has like weird red dreadlocks and he's well, wearing that's like, all you, know, you need to say, my friend, leather pants and stuff. Yeah. That's why I laughed because the idea of Robert Redford being in that movie <laughs> no, is, is inherently <laughs> amazing. All you had to do is say Matthew Lill- Lillard and dreadlocks. Yep. All right. Number five. I know you've seen this. Here's a softball for, for you, Noel. Twelve Monkeys. Wonderful. Wonderful. Terry Gilliam, man. The you best. know what I, why some of these are on here? Because quite honestly, it's hard to stump you in well, sci-fi. I was looking around. I was like, Noel's seen all these. I'm into sci-fi. You could, I mean, if you were going to do it, you could do it with like some the, the Day the Earth Stood Still or something like that nah, or some I older stuff. Nah, try to be stuff. fair. There's a couple old ones. But, That's fair. All right. Number six, Logan's Run. Have not. Okay. Have not. And I've always wanted to. And I think there was talk that Nicholas Winding Refn, I believe, who I really dig to drive and stuff, oh, sure. was going to do a remake of, of Logan's Ooh, Run. That'd be and it sounded interesting. interesting. Yeah. Wow. All right. Number seven, Noel. Under the Skin. You know. The Scarlett Johansson. I, I didn't recent finish days. watching it. Okay. And I, I know it, it at all. it's it cool. Good? It's it's just real slow. It was a real slow burn, and it kind of lost me. And I had it; I'd rented it or something like that. And I, didn't, yeah. I didn't finish it, but really cool soundtrack. And um, I need to give it another shot. I just wasn't in the right headspace for it. I think I got gotcha. you. <laughs> all right, Noel, number eight, and this is specific: uh, Solaris, the Soderbergh Clooney version. I fell asleep during that one too, Chuck. So, were we counting these? How, I don't how long I, you did know, you I don't, get into it? I, I I paid money to see it in the theater. <laughs> Well, and I, but I felt I definitely fell asleep during it. I think I had just gotten some dental work done, and I, <laughs> I had, a, I had some like muscle relaxer so or something you that a, I was doing. A Tarkovsky remake would yeah, be a good yeah, move. Yeah, I fell asleep hardcore. <laughs> yeah, that's a weirdly specific memory. No? I, 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 no, I very, very, very specifically remember falling right, asleep during that. I don't quite movie. know what to do there. Then, I mean, you paid money, you went and saw it, you had dental work. I think uh, it's a no. <laughs> I, 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 I will not. I, I couldn't tell you anything okay. about it. So Well, I saw the whole thing, and I couldn't tell you anything about it. That's fair. Um, number nine, Dark City. I love Dark City. That's one of my I favorite figured. modern kind of sci-fi movies. All right. Number 10, I think I might have you with this one, Starman with Jeff Bridges. No. Mm, that came up recently in, in conversation. Okay. I don't remember who's, who brought it up, but is it good? Is it kind of? I bet it's kind of oh, dated. It's great. Is it good? Oh, I imagine it's dated, but yeah. I mean, it's a bit of a cheat because it's more a rom- romance but it is about an alien. Is there an alien? That's I thought there was an alien. He is the alien. Does it, but does it look like Jeff Bridges? Yep. Okay. But he doesn't act like Jeff Bridges. Yeah, okay. Well, is, is it sort of like K-Pax? Remember K-Pax? Uh, I didn't see that, okay. but I know the movie. Yeah. That's with the creep, right? It's with the creep. That's how <laughs> he who shall not be named. Uh, number 11. But I, th- I have a feeling he's done. Sure seems like Like it. forever. Oh, yeah. I think so, too. Because he keeps making the wrong move. Oh, I mean, I have a weird I, thing he did in character that he blasted out on the internet oh God. as the guy from uh, the show. House of Cards? On. Yeah. The one he got fired from? Yeah, he did a, a bit in character. Like, I, I didn't even watch it. I just saw it. I, I just read the headline. That's hard to say. Really unfortunate. No, I, I didn't see that. All right, that. 11. I think we just talked about it in the last episode. Another Earth. Oh, no, no, no. That was After Earth. This is Another Earth. Another Earth with, with Britt Marling. Britt Marling movie. Yeah, I, I, like, I liked it. Yeah, okay. definitely. I like her. A lot. Yeah, me too. She has a – she fits in these sci-fi projects, I think. I think so too. There's an otherworldliness about her uh-huh. somehow. Yeah, but it's also like pretty grounded. Great and it's sort of sci-fi is sort of on the fringes of it. And uh-huh. it's never like overtly sci-fi, yeah, yeah, but it's sort, sort of just reality. like conceptual. Like She's I, not flying around I, I, I dig it, yeah. Uh, number 12, Equilibrium. I don't think so. 2002, Christian Bale? No. 
I haven't seen it either, but it was on all the list of sci-fi movies you should see that you probably have not seen. Is that right? Well, I have I have not seen it, so I'll have to check it out. No, it's tied six to six. I might I might this might be the one that that makes me no, fall from grace. I don't think so. I see some see some yeses in your future. Okay, starting with uh, the fountain. Yes. I had to think about that because that's another kind of slow, plotting, yeah. weird one that I maybe didn't watch all of. But now I think I think I've seen it, all of it. Yeah, I think you have too. Sunshine. Yes, that's I mean, Danny that. Boyle. Danny yeah. Boyle. In fact, I remember you talking about that in yeah. this very room. Uh, I know. I think you're going to totally snag this and all. Okay. Snowpiercer is next. I love Snowpiercer. Of course, you saw that's that. Bong Joon Ho, I believe. Uh, what is it? Vietnam? Not Vietnamese. A uh, Korean director. Yeah. Guy, I, it's not the guy who did Old Boy, but they're sort of buddies, and it's it's the guy who did that movie, The Host. I want to say, which is like a monster movie. Um, I loved Snowpiercer. I thought it was so cool and well designed, and it's Ooh, like all it looked so good. Yeah, it looked so great. Yeah. I think the whole thing was great. The design of it, like there's a Bong part Bong Joon Ho. Bong Joon Ho, yeah. And he did did he do The Host? He did. Uh, oh, he did Okja. That's right. With our buddy John Ronson. John Ronson. Oh, I didn't know that. that did he do terrific. Memories of Murder, maybe? Was Memories that? of Murder yeah. in a movie called Mother and the Host. You're yep. correct. The Host is great. Boy, he's super talented. He's amazing. Yeah. No, really, really great. All right. I might get to this next one. Number 16, Free Jack. <laughs> no, but there's a really good How Did This Get Made episode where they talk about it, and it just sounds like the most absurd movie <laughs> ever of all time. And Mick uh, Jagger. They filmed that in Atlanta years ago. Is that right? Before the, Atlanta was a big movie. That's film. interesting. Yeah. Aren't there like garbage can fire kind of like street scenes? Was that Probably. All, yeah. Probably was downtown, Jagger, yeah. And uh, Emilio Estevez, I think. Yeah, Free Jack. It's like you, you sort of, they, it's sort of like got a quantum leap quality to it. Don't you like jump into other people's bodies or something like that? Yeah, Do I you, think Free Jack is a uh, verb. That, yeah, that's maybe. Right. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, all right, I, d- I definitely have you with this one because you already alluded to it. I think Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Or no, you did Day the Earth Stood Still. The original, yeah, yeah, with Donald Sutherland. Well, isn't there an even older one though? Oh, I don't know. I think that I think the one Donald, with Donald Sutherland is a is a remake, and that was like in the seventies. And I think there's like that's a, the one I was talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, I I have not. That's the one where they all kind of open their mouths and make the weird moaning faces or whatever. <laughs> that's a very famous scene. It's nine to eight oh, in man. your favor. Oh boy, with three to play. Okay, uh, number eighteen, Johnny Mnemonic. There's another. How did this get made? About that one, and I saw that one in the theaters. Oh, yeah, yes. Henry Rollins is in it. He, like super buff Henry Rollins. All right, plays like a scientist. Is there any other Henry Rollins? No. I guess he was a skinny kid. He used to be. He didn't used to be as buff as he became. No, he, he was became. skinnier. Yeah. Uh, number 19, I know you've seen this, Primer. Yeah. Yeah, with the time machine box. All right, Noel, you have secured it in your favor. Yes. With only one to go. Oh, boy. Doesn't matter. Okay, well, I but still want to know. have you ever seen Westworld, the film? No. All right. No, I've seen the series, though. I know it's totally different. So 11 to uh, 9. Yeah. Good job. Pretty close to 50-50 again. That's usually how it goes. But this was a this was me trying purposely to, to kind of stump you. Well, you did a good job, Chuck. So you you, you also you also gave me reminded me of some things that I would like to see. And like, like I really I really do want to watch the uh, Body Snatchers. That's an interesting looking movie. Yeah. It's 70s sci-fi. That's mm-hmm. always great. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.
The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day savings event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let me see, everyone. I think we're gonna what we're gonna go to next is a another edition of your favorite new segment, Up with Fuck. Up with Fuck. Turns out you people really like your f bombs. I love it. Uh, and if you're if you're new to the show, I'm sorry if you made it this far. Even talking about holes and taints. <laughs> Man, nobody said anything about a taint until now, Chuck. That was a choice you made. Oh, my buddy, uh, my buddy Wesley, who's a big stuff you should know fan and listens to all the other shows as well, uh, said it's a real. Like, shock to hear you say (laughs) F-bombs. To see my true self coming out. To see your true self, yeah. A lot of people love it. No, the stuff you should know self is still your true self. And honestly, I like doing the shows where you can't swear. I like like being able to swear, but it's it's sort of like, you know. It's a challenge. It's a challenge. It's sort of like Will Smith rap, you know? Yeah, I'm I'm used to it on stuff you should know by now. It's like, I don't feel like I have to stop It's second nature, yeah. Um, and, and you know what? That allowed us to get a very broad fan base. It really did. Families, teachers, yeah. school, children. Absolutely. Same with, ridic- same with Ridiculous History. Like, I think some people really like the fact that it's not so, you know, not crass, but like, and, and I love swearing, but I think yeah. there's something about 
it not being a part of the equation that makes it a little bit comforting in some way. Like, I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, sometimes it's funny. I will uh, – Josh doesn't do it as much as I do, but I do. Uh, and when we're recording stuff you should know, I will – just because it fits so well and is so funny, I will make a very dirty, crass joke as we're recording. Yeah. Just And then we laugh and say, beep, 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 beep. Obviously cut that. Right. Uh, but I just had to say it. Of course. Sometimes you got to. <laughs> yeah, you can't sit on that stuff. No. It's comedy gold. It really is. All right. Are this, we up with fucking? We're up with fucking. Let's do uh, it. This is going to be our last segment because I'm going to go through a lot of these. Cool. Um, and some of these, if I read them last time, I apologize. I don't remember. And I'm not going to keep a spreadsheet on F-bombs. That'd be a cool spreadsheet, though. <laughs> uh, Michael Scanlon says, go suck a fuck. Exactly how does one suck a fuck? Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko. Classic. A bunch of people said that. Yeah. Um, got it. And I think I read the uh, plane, trains, and automobiles last time, so I'm not going to go through that yep, again. You did. Uh, Aaron Cerullo Step says, Four weddings and a funeral, the first lines of the movie, Hugh Grant, upon realizing he woke up late, Oh, fuck, fuck, fuckity, fuck, fuck. Yep. I remember somebody, I mean, my mom maybe was talking about how, like, the first word in that movie is fuck and how, like, that was somehow very shocking to her at the time. Really? Yeah. No. <laughs> I want to meet your mom, Noel. She's pretty cool. Laura Brown XU says, I am not drinking any fucking Merlot from Sideways. Yeah. Emily and I have – we're going to go through the Alexander Payne films. Uh-huh. That's going to be our jam, starting with Sideways. And – we're so busy. We've been talking about this for like two and a half months. Really? And have not been able to do it. What's that one? The black and white one? Oh, Nebraska. Nebraska. I, I have not seen that. Uh, I, and I really want to. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Will Forte, I think, is a uh, super, super underrated actor. Yeah, I agree. He's silly as can be, and I love it. But he's a really great actor. Well, it, I love that we're kind of getting back into. Uh, maybe this is not, uh, you know, something that that stopped happening. But like, like Robin Williams, for example, total amazing comedian mm-hmm. that turns out had incredible acting chops, and we're yeah. kind of seeing more and more of that these days. Yeah. Like, um, what's her name? Melissa McCarthy is in that sure. movie that got some nods. I don't think she got nominated. She did. She did get nominated. Yeah, and that's I think great. She is just starting to do like some of her best work, probably. Well, I think this is the first real dramatic piece she's ever done. Yeah, and I she, think she did so many is. of those goofball, gross-out comedies after the yeah. success of Bridesmaids or whatever that I think she probably got typecast as that for like the totally. schlubby, you know. I bet she'll balance that out yeah, from that, here forward. And she's talked about that in interviews, how in Hollywood it's so difficult to escape yeah. from that image where like, where everyone wants her to be the goofy, pratfall, kind of unattractive woman or whatever. Right. You know, like that's, that's how she – those are her words kind of. And, right. And she's kind of had to really do some work to push through that. Yeah, and man, kind of, especially you know, when it's hard for the artists when they're paying you like a lot of money to be in those big comedies. Like it's hard to turn down when – she'd been an actor for a long, long time. And all of, of a sudden she's getting these – Big financial opportunities. Absolutely. You kind of like need to jump on that. You do. If you secure yourself, then start doing the art house stuff. Yeah, for sure. It hasn't come here yet, and I can't quite remember the title, but I'm very excited to see it. Yeah, me too. Uh, Tracy Fox from Inglorious Bastards. Fuck a duck. She said it gets her every time. Uh, Susanna, I'm sorry, Susie, Hannah. That was a little bit of an eyeball trick. It's like a portmanteau. <laughs> Susie, <laughs> nice. No. Busting that out. Yeah, man. Uh, Susie Hannah from Jerry Maguire. Let's go right now. Let's go to the zoo. Ray, the zoo, you know, the fucking zoo is closed. Yeah. You said fuck. The kid? Is this the little kid with the spiky hair? That was me doing my little kid. That's good. That's Boy, good. that kid was cute. He was cute. I wonder what he's like now. 
He's probably a terror <laughs> running around Hollywood Boulevard, hopped up on goofballs. Hopped up on the bennies. Yep. Uh, Carrie Mason says the almost F-bomb from Aunt May and Spider-Man Homecoming. That was a great moment. I like these uh, variations on the theme. Uh, Scott Cahill says they fuck you at the drive-thru, okay? They fuck you at the drive-thru. I can't quite uh, catch that one. That was Joe Pesci in Lethal Weapon 3. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Yes, that is totally what that was. Um, let me see. Sigourney Weaver upon seeing the Chompers in Galaxy Quest. Well, fuck that. Was that PG-13? Well, it said it was overdubbed for the PG version. Interesting. But it was hilarious, yeah. he said, as an F-bomb. Let's go with... Oh, well, let's go with Hudson from Aliens. This is Simon uh, Machin. That's great. That's just fucking great, man. Now what the fuck are we supposed to do? We're in some real shit now, man. Game's over, man. Game's fucking over. Yeah. I didn't. He, uh, I heard he improv that game over part. Oh, really? I thought I read somewhere. I buy that. Yeah. Man, I am so sad about him still. It really is sad. Oh, what a bummer. He seemed like a good guy. He's, he, like everything that I've read about him, he seemed like a genuinely kind person. I have uh, recommended this before, but if you could if, listen to the Mark Maron interview with uh, Bill Paxton. And I listened to that and I was like, I want to be his neighbor and friend. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He's just such a good dude. Your buddy Paul F. Tompkins, who you had on the show, uh, does a great character on Comedy Bang Bang where he plays that character that he plays in uh, Titanic where he's just talking about I was just looking for the heart of the ocean uh, yeah. the core de la mer <laughs> oh it's pretty PFT great. I just saw him this past weekend oh really yeah he's he a sketch, sketch fest? fest I love him he's such a vibrant weird guy yeah his laugh is infectious he's great all right Don QB my old friend from uh, New York by way of Connecticut she says no we're not gonna fucking do Stonehenge Derek St. Hubbins of Spinal Tap. I was talking about like Stonehenge that was in serious danger of being trodden upon by a dwarf. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. So tiny, great. tiny little Stonehenge. I love that. Like, and oh, how they danced. The little children of Stonehenge <laughs> beneath the haunted moon. Oh, man. That movie is so much fun. I saw a Spinal Tap in concert back then. What? At the Fox Theater. They oh, did man. a tour. Uh, and they did an album and a tour. And I will say this. I love Spinal Tap, the movie, so, so much. Obviously, that's why I went. And the concert was not fun to be at. So was it just kind of like too much of a good thing all in a row? Like you need the actual dialogue and not just the songs? Yeah, but they did bits, and it was just like uh, it wasn't fun. It was one of those things where it wasn't funny enough Uh to be a comedy show. And the music is the music. Yeah. And like, I don't know, man, it just didn't feel right. That's fair. I can totally picture what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Like, I still get, get creeped out when I think about that. Uh, Stella and Carlson, our old pal, says, uh, Mary Steenburgen from Stepburger. Stepburgers? <laughs> what? I meant Stepburders. Stepburders? <laughs> Irma Gerd? Hamburgers? Stepbrothers. I'm going to open up a burger place called Stepburgers. Like Wahlburgers, you can open up right next to the Wahlburgers. All I need is a step-sibling. I don't That's have fair. one. Oh. Maybe uh, my mom will have a baby. It's never too late. <laughs> uh, Stellan says, what the fucking fuck? I got a lot of uh, up likes because I think just seeing the lovely and sweet Mary Steenburgen drop F-bombs. Oh, what, what is this from? 
from Step Burgers. Oh, I, that's right. I remember she was in that. Is she still married to Ted Danson? Because they, they got yeah. divorced. They got divorced no. in no in Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, oh, oh. Did they? Yeah, I never watched that yeah. last season. Oh man, no, no. He's uh, he's with uh, Larry's ex wife in the show <laughs> he's now. With Cheryl. He's with Cheryl. Oh yeah. wow. Oh man, I got to see that. So good. All right, Noel. Let's do like five more of these. Sure. Uh, Seth Johnston, Noel. I know this is one of your favorites. Uh, Marla from. From Fight Club, yeah. you, you should go and say it. I know you know it. Oh yeah, I haven't probably I haven't been fucked like that since grade school. That's it. That's shock value, shock and awe line yeah. from old David Fincher. I can't remember if that was in the book or not. If that was in the Chuck Palahniuk book. Well, it was a different line. Oh, is that right? Was it worse in the book? Uh, yeah. I do remember the line. <laughs> I want you to have my abortion. Oh that, wait, that, I thought that was the line. That that was in the movie as well. Oh, it was. Uh huh. Oh okay. Yeah. I, I think that was definitely in the book, though. I can't remember if the grade school line was in the book. The book has goes a pretty different direction, actually, with the with, yeah. the, with the plot. I, it's, yeah, it's I read a couple equally, of his books equally back then. good. Yeah, he kind of. I stopped being interested, but I was really, really into those for a while. Yeah, good books. Yeah, for sure. Quick, quick reads. Uh, oh boy, this is one of my favorite f bombs ever. Everyone, uh, Brandon uh, Suragal says from Blue Velvet, Dennis Hopper, Heineken. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Paps Blue Ribbon. It's great. Did so we do great. Silence of the Lambs? Has anyone said oh, we did? That was, that was a thing. Yes. That was definitely a thing. Yes. That was one of the first ones. That was one of the first ones. Um, Jason Alvey uh, from Anchorman, The Legend of Ron Burgundy. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. And then just smile and dead eyes. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> Boy, that character just kills me it's a good one and you know but it, it never goes away oh my gosh chuck i got boy do i have a podcast wreck for you yeah yeah the ron burgundy, burgundy podcast <laughs> coming soon that's right it's i have heard such good things about it, it sounds like delightful yeah, i'm really, guys are I'm so really lucky excited. to be out there oh i know totally. oh my gosh all right two more uh from blade robert lamb our own robert lamb we should have gotten him in here to do this reading some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill. Damn. I didn't see Blade. I didn't either, but that's a really interesting image. I'm picturing that in my mind now. Yeah? It's like some people are like, they're, they're just like going think about things the wrong way. That's a good expression. Yeah. I like that. Ice skate uphill. Ice skate uphill. Ice skating's hard on a flat surface, let alone uphill. <laughs> I can ice skate pretty good. Like, can you really? Yeah, I went through a hockey phase uh, back Post college, interesting. Okay, where I played the, the like pickup hockey. My uh, friend worked at the rink. Yeah, so I skated around a lot, played a little pickup hockey. That's cool. Yeah, I was not good at hockey, but I learned how to skate. Okay, um, let me see. David Mills uh, from Sixteen Candles. They fucking forgot my birthday. Oh, all right. We'll finish with that one, everyone. That's a sad one. Yeah, this is good. There's still hundreds more to go. We're into the f bombs, and I know you are too. And Noel, do you have anything else? No, no, these are fun though, because it's it, it, yeah, and this is a good segment, Chuck. This is a stroke of genius on your part. I'm, I'm well, really excited I don't know about, about that. It. Well, okay, a bit crass, but that's we'll, fair. We'll take it. Yeah. All right. Bye, everybody. See ya.
Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts 